BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids.
Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. I'm hanging here with Emily. Emily, how are you? <laughs> Doing good. Saturday night, Maplewood. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I am cracking a beer open. Emily's already had a drink or two. Uh, Lake Placid IPA. No, I've had one drink. This right. Is, oh. I'm on my second. Oh, okay. Right. Right. <laughs> wink, wink. Emily is wink, wink. <laughs> no. Emily is three shoes to the wind. No, uh, no. This this is Lake Placid IPA. Uh, what I bought when we were up in Lake Placid, seven percent alcohol. And I will say it's a very standard IPA, but it's a very good IPA. There's nothing. I wouldn't say there's anything unique about it, but it, it's a great you had taste. Out it's other, like a Goose Island yeah. style. But that beer you had out the other day when we had a random party on like on our front lawn, like on. Friday night, right? Um, you had like a nine percent beer. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I've I've had like eleven, twelve. I mean, they go oh my up. God. Yeah, yeah. But that is high. That that is high. Yeah, I don't know. That might be considered. I, if that was an IPA, that could be considered a double IPA. I don't know where it, the could cutoff. be considered illegal. No. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Anyways, we have a great guest. Actually, two great guests. Tell us who you interviewed today, Emily. Lexi Fox. My first time getting um, Lexi Fox. Getting from Lexified. Lexified. There you from, go. From uh, Steel Panther, of yes, course. Yes, absolutely. And so we were supposed to have them at Heavy Montreal. Yeah. And somehow that interview ended up getting canceled. But it was kind of cool to get this interview because it wasn't at you know, the festival and we could actually spend a little bit more time talking and stuff. The festival was like, remember when they walked into the press, you know, the press tent? Yeah, they blew us off. We had an interview (laughs) scheduled with them and that was mysteriously canceled. And then they showed up and did interviews with people with podcasts that have like three, three listeners, but that probably wasn't their fault. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, it's scheduling stuff. They were literally in the press tent. They were in and out, but I'm always so impressed that when they come in, they're in full makeup, they're full, you know, some bands, well, obviously ghost is the biggest, you know, right. Example I can give where we, you know, interviewed Tobias out of makeup, some normal dude sitting in a trailer. (laughs) It was fantastic, (laughs) but you know, still Panther comes in full makeup and hair and Lexi being, you know, I mean, God, those are wigs and stuff. I mean, that's, that's they work it. They work it. You know, I mean, Tobias, he used to, the thing that's crazy about, and we will play some ghosts later. The thing that's crazy about Tobias is he used to put on one of the nameless school masks to do interviews and no one really knew. But now that everyone knows Tobias is Papa and the Cardinal and everyone else. Go back and listen to that interview if you want to talk about, if you want to hear his uh, take on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great interview. And we're looking forward to your interview, Emily. I did want to mention, we just played some Iron Maiden here on the podcast. Coming into the episode, some classic shit. Uh, Excuse my language. But I, I put up on Facebook recently, Emily, a, uh, post because I've been trying to engage people. I was told by numerous people, Mark, you got to be more engaging on social media. So I am, I am, I am trying. Engaged? Engaged? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. So I put up uh, 43 minutes ago, I, we're recording this on Saturday night. I put up name three great, super deep Iron Maiden tracks way off the beaten path tunes. Here's mine. My, I chose the Mar- Montrose cover, the live Deano version of I've Got the Fire, The Educated Fool, a Blaze era song, 
and Childhood's End, which we were just listening to before. Great, great tune. Um, I know. It was you know. funny because I knew it was Maiden, but I didn't know the song. Yeah, it's a deep cut. When I turned sure. to you, what did I say? Were you impressed? You're like, yeah. this is definitely Maiden. I just don't know the song. Well, I want to give a shout out to some of the people who responded. Reen- uh, Kurt Miller said, Reincarnation of Benjamin Brieg. Uh, and Kurt, uh, good one. I guess you just went with one instead of three. That's totally fine. I know the song you're talking about. A great, great tune. Jason Smith, Age of Innocence, Starblind, Brighter Than a Thousand Suns. Wow, those are some deep cuts, Jason. I don't even, I got a Starblind. I'm, I'm a total maiden freak and I'm like, is that a deal song? I got no, to <laughs> look for that. Stargazer. And then my friend Austin Redding, a producer in L.A., who I should reach out to, by the way, uh, since we're going out to L.A., uh, see if he wants to hang. Oh, Mickey, On the Road Again and Dancing on the F- Ceiling. Hardly anyone knows they wrote those so- those gems. What? Oh, very funny, Austin. Da- oh, Dancing yeah, on the Ceiling uh, by comedian. Lionel Richie? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Mickey, you know, uh, by Tony Basil. Oh. But yeah, so you always get the jokesters on. Right, on Facebook. Iris Siegel, Innocent Exile. Wow, great pick. Remember Tomorrow, Rainbow's Gold. It's a cover. I've got The Fire also a cover, so I figured I'd include it. Absolutely, Rainbow's Gold is a deep cut for sure. I don't know about Remember Tomorrow. Is Remember Tomorrow a deep cut? I mean, that that was like on on the Made in Japan EP. They, they, I don't know. I, I feel like that might not qualify as a deep cut for me, I, Ira. Uh, Innocent Exile, yeah, deep cut for sure off of Killers. Um, not not super deep in my in my opinion, but definitely deep. And there's kids yelling in the background. That's the way we roll here yeah. in Maplewood, New Jersey. <laughs> it's just like an open house. There's we random do. kids in our house. You know it's eight thirty at night. It and, says something about the vibe in our house. Yeah, people like to be here. We always have like at least fourteen thousand children in our house. Uh, Joshua Griffin said, "Total Eclipse, Sea of Madness." And I don't even, I don't know this third one. I got to listen to this, Joshua. Uh, Pasa Shanadel. No idea what that is. Shana Del Rey? Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of Lana Del Rey, we will get to some talk on her later. Dream of Mirrors, The Edge of Darkness, Isle of Avalon, our three picks by Darren Smith, Alexander the Great, Sun and Steel, The Prophecy, yeah, by Doug Gross. And we, Doug, we just heard Sun and Steel coming into the episode. So good call on that. Uh, and that that one goes out to you, Doug Gross on Facebook. And Jay Rustin, the cover of Cross-Eyed Mary is incredible. Uh, Jay just gave us one. That's cool. I will say that that I was that was one of my first songs by Maiden that I loved because I heard that on the radio they played that. And it wasn't on, on the original pressing of Peace of Mind, but it was on the picture disc. They They tacked it on to the end of side one on the picture disc version of Peace of Mind. And that's, uh, yeah, I, I got that for Christmas. And there's a crazy picture of me, uh, pimply-faced teenager somewhere on Instagram, opening that Christmas present on Christmas Day. And, wow, the list goes on and on. Uh, Steve Wright uh, says, Sea of Madness, Holy Smoke, Fallen Angel. Holy Smoke's a good one. I don't know if I consider Holy Smoke a, a super deep cut, though. That's just me. Um, and then somebody says, Adam Mars is the educated fool that was Blaze era tune, right? Yes, you are correct. Michael Street said, back in the village, die with your boots on, cross-eyed Mary. We just had a little edit there because my kid came and screamed in the mic and blew out my eardrums. So uh, I edited that horrible uh, that was my moment fault. out. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Adam Mir said, may not be as hardcore as others, but... 
Kill me if these aren't super deep cuts. Uh, women in uniform, the age of innocence, cross-eyed Mary. Uh, I would say women in uniform is not a super deep cut, even though it was technically never on an album, right? But uh, it was pretty, there was a music video for it. It was pretty big tune. That's just me, but I love women in uniform. All great stuff, guys. Keep the comments coming on Facebook. And right now, let's get into a band that uh, randomly reached out to me on Facebook. And I normally hate it when people do that, and I don't respond. But for some weird reason, I watched their music video that they sent me and thought these guys were great. They're from Pennsylvania. The band is called Royal Hell, and this song is called Higher Court.
Court by Royal Hell out of Pennsylvania. Now, uh, check those guys out, by the way, on Facebook.com slash Royal Hell. Summertime Sadness right here on Talking Metal.
Deep Sadness by Within Temptation, a cover of Lana Del Rey's song. And I think that sounds good, kind of given the metal, heavy metal treatment. And uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. So let's get into your interview right now, Emily, with Lexi from uh, Steel Panther. Steel Panther. And man, I remember these guys. The first time I was turned on to them was when, what's the comedian's name? Sarah Silverman? Sarah, yes. it was in their music video. Yeah, and yeah great stuff. But for now, let's hear a brand new song, which he mentions in your interview. All I want to do is F myself tonight. And uh, he mentions this in the interview to you guys talk about it. So let's check this out. We'll hear, hear a sound sample of this brand new song and then go pre-order the album on, on uh, Amazon Music. We'll have the links up in today's show notes. And then we'll hear uh, from Lexi here on Talking Metal. Listeners, this is Emily Striegel coming at you. And today on the line with me, I have from Steel Panther, Mr. Lexi Fox. How you doing, Lexi? I'm doing, doing fantastic. How are you? I'm great. Good to hear your voice. Good. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Good to hear my voice, too. <laughs> so uh, I actually had the honor of seeing you um, recently up at Heavy Montreal. Oh, you did. That yeah. was, I, I love Montreal. That's a fun place. Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, rocked the stage at Heavy Montreal. Super hot. I don't think you guys have played there before, but you were. I, I, I wanted to I get. Don't think, I don't think we have either. Yeah. It's a fun festival. I don't think we have. It's it's a great festival, and yeah, I don't think well, we. I know we definitely have. I know we definitely haven't been to. Yeah, we haven't done that one. I know that. Yeah, Heavy Montreal is amazing. And uh, how did it feel being on the bill with bands like? Uh, 
Slayer and uh, municipal waste and anthrax for, from your perspective? They're definitely not as pretty as we are. <laughs> um, so, so that was, that was, I mean, that's, that's what you get, but, um, but it was really cool because, you know, we're friends with a couple of guys from anthrax and, uh, and also, you know, again, we, um, we don't have to worry about any of those bands stealing any of our chicks. So that's kind of a cool thing to, to have in the back of our pocket as well. Exactly. I, I you know. And coming into that festival, seeing you guys, you know, on, on the bill, I was like, how is this going to go over? I mean, on, I, I had to say, I know, right? you know, you're walking around seeing totally. people wearing dying fetus t-shirts and you're like, how is this good? But you guys killed it. You sure. really did. I was walking around. I yeah. love everyone Thank was you. singing along and uh, I think you guys were received really, really well considering, you know, the rest of the bill being pretty heavy stuff. So heavy. Exactly that. Exactly. We had a really good time with that. And too, you know, with, um, and which we're excited to do um, is, you know, for, is start playing some of our new songs. We got to play, uh, all I want to do is fuck myself tonight there. So that was really cool. <laughs> um, playing some new stuff off the record. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the record. Heavy metal rules coming out September 27th, your fifth full length studio effort. Talk to me a little bit about this, Lexi. Well, it's really cool. It, well, this is my favorite record so far. Of course, I say that every time a new record comes out, but this is my favorite. The first song, all I want to do is fuck myself tonight. Shots are wrote about me. Um, so I like playing that song a lot because well, it's about me. And uh, and we're super excited. Just I mean, we've had a great response from uh, the videos. We're doing another video. Um, actually, I think in a week or so, we're, we're going to be doing another video. And so I, I, just, I love it because um, we, get, we get to do new songs. Our fans deserve to hear um, some new stuff from us because it's been a while. It has been. I, I know everyone's pumped about it. And so one of the videos I think you're referring to was the one for Always Gonna Be a Ho. Is that the first track off the album? Yes, exactly. On that, on that same tip, uh, always going to be a hoe. So a lot of headlines recently about the whole Me Too movement. And I was actually really, you know, applauding you guys for coming out and saying, you know, we're not changing. This is who we are. Because I don't even know how you guys became associated with the Me Too movement. Because you guys are, right. you're satire. And honestly, I'm a woman. You guys celebrate females more than you know anyone else and i remember you know when the when the uh gosh the pussy melter uh pedal thing happened i, right. I guess a year ago right, or something right. i remember like tweeting out like you guys are you guys got the wrong guys <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> exactly that we do we love women that's that's just we, we really really do and, we, and you know at the same time too it's like really we're it, today it's like who really can take themselves that fucking seriously and what's cool about about us, and I'll just bring it back to the sound of the '80s. I'm also just the party, the the you know the the whole thing that a lot of people missed out on. And if you happen to laugh at, at some of the lyrics, then well, great, and have a good time, and you and you, you, you know take it however you want to take it. But we uh, we definitely love women, and and uh, <laughs> and you know as far as you know, pussy melter and all that thing goes, I mean that's just those are all good things for women. Exactly. All women want their vaginas melted. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I have to rant a little bit. You just have to let me rant. But, you know, being politically correct is important in certain arenas in life, right? Being well, sure. respectful and treating exactly others as that. equals. But there's this thing called satire and comedy. And the people who are, you know, right. we're suffering. Comedians are suffering. You know, people who do, who understand what satire is, you know, and, and, 
are being attacked for material that's far more tame than what was out there in the 70s and 80s, honestly, you know? Totally. Like, let's rewind a little bit. And it's like we've taken it too far and are losing focus. The Me Too movement, yes, it's so important, but we've lost focus on what we should be focusing on. (laughs) It's a lot of focus. Well, I I agree with you. There you go. I agree with you 100%. And that's just, I mean, Shit, I just lost focus on what we were talking about. <laughs> I know, um, right? oh, I got it right back. <laughs> no, I agree with you 100%. I mean, literally, we're just, uh, and that's the cool thing about this record as well. I mean, it, it's it's cool because and we're all excited about it for many reasons. But the first, you know, being that 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 hopefully more chicks dig it. Um, again, it, it, it's, it's, I agree with you. And, if, and pe- too many people take themselves way too seriously. Yeah. So that's why we had to put out a new record. So everybody can uh, rock out to, to heavy metal and uh, and also remind themselves to not take themselves too seriously. Yeah. I mean, we need it more than ever. We need to laugh. We need to be able totally to just that, let, totally. let our hair down, even though our hair will never look as good as Lexi's. We need exactly. to let it down. Speaking of that, my, I'm getting my hair. Uh, yeah, I'm getting my hair frosted at, at one o'clock. So that's uh, that's I'm not, <laughs> never let my hair down. I'm here, always going to have my hair down. I mean, <laughs> so. I, I have a question for you. Like my favorite, favorite movies of all time are the, are the satires, the mockumentaries, like Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman, and obviously the most famous. Yes, Spin- those are all the best in the whole world. Exactly. The best. Michael McKean is my yeah. hero. Spinal Tap being, you know, the most famous probably. Yeah, Christopher Gass. Christopher Gass oh my is pretty amazing. God. Oh, my God. Waiting for Guffman yeah. is my favorite movie of genius. all time. He's a genius. So any chance we would ever get this from you? Are you guys just going to stick with music and like, you know what? We do music. We do. Yeah, we do some shtick and some comedy. But would you ever think about that? Or have you ever approached anyone about doing a mockumentary or a satire kind of movie? Well, we have. We've been we've been offered. We have been. There's been offers. We've done a couple of pilots too for Comedy Central. And uh, we've done some things. But, we're you know, getting together with Rob Riggle and, and, and doing things with the Dick House guys. Um it, it, it's there's always something in the works for us. Everybody always has some ideas of what they want to do or or uh, how they want to present us because you know we love doing our Steel Panther TV and we love group you know having a good time with, with all that. Um, that being said, it's like it's 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 tough to do anything to lock something down like that when we're touring as much as we are exactly. and supporting like you said supporting this record. So, but we're open to anything anytime. We really are. We we enjoy doing that. We enjoy. Uh, you know, doing exactly that, doing second, like another, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, just a uh, day in the life of Steel Panther, is so you, per se. So, yeah. so there, yeah, there's been a lot of ideas, but, um, but nothing's uh, yeah. solid, you know, so far. Rob Reiner hasn't approached you and asked if he can tour with you for no, a while. Rob, no, Rob, <laughs> Rob hasn't done that. No, he's, uh, <laughs> I think he's done it once. So yeah, why well, do it again? <laughs> exactly. So That's rewind, funny. I want to rewind back, like, so first time I heard of you guys was probably it had to be over 15 years ago. And I was going to L.A. and a friend of mine said, right. you got to go to such and such key clubbers. I don't remember where it was. You got to go. Yeah, to, we, we, yeah that's is that where club, you guys had right, a? So right. you guys had like a weekly standing gig there, right? Yeah, we had a res, 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 yeah, residency there and we had one in Vegas as well. So. Uh, so, yeah, but now, you know, that was like. Yeah, that was a while ago because 2009 we saw, we know we signed with Universal and then we've been, you know, we can't lock down a residency because we're just gone so much. So exactly. Um, but, but that's what we used to do exactly. It, but you know, I'm from NYC and there are a lot of kind of bands similar to what you guys did, right? Like tribute. They're you know they do a specific era right. or a specific kind of music. What was it about Steel Panther that created this rabid 
you know, following and loyal following? Like, what made you different from all these other bands that have done it? Well, I really think that, you know, bringing back a genre of time. I mean, the 80s were the, I mean, it was the best fucking time. I mean, for music, it really, really was. All different kinds of music. Um, but metal was the best. And there's all kinds, there's different kinds of metal. Like you were saying, like Judas Priest, Docking, and you have Europe, Poison, Cinderella, Anthrax, Slayer. So there's all different kinds of metal. But we kind of wrap it all up in, in one. And I think, we're, you know, we are different because basically, um, you know, we're bringing back the coolest, you know, era of all time in history. And, uh, and so, and everybody likes that. I mean, who wants to, music, I mean, now I think music sucks. And, uh, and I just think that the style of the 80s and the style of metal and hearing guitar and screechy, screechy vocals, I think, that, you know, nobody does that anymore. So we're the only band that does it. So I think people latch onto that. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Well, we're, we're pumped about the album. Heavy Metal Rules due out the 27th. And you guys are going to be doing a supporting tour, right? I think you're kicking it off in L.A. on the 26th. We are. Yeah, we are. We, that, I think that's going to be our, yeah, that is. That, that'll be the first time we're playing, like, a lot of stuff off the new record. So we're so excited for that. Yeah. Well, we are excited for it as well and really appreciate you giving us some time on Talking Metal today. I encourage all our listeners to check out the new album, Heavy Metal Rules, and uh, looking forward to having you guys back on and, and checking you out when you're out here on the East Coast. I know you're playing two 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 nights at the Gramercy. Not bad. I think we're doing two nights there. Are you going to be there? I'll definitely be there. I'll, I will be there one of those two nights yeah. for sure. So we'll come, come down you and say hi. Come back and say hi. Absolutely yeah. will, Lexi. So nice to speak with you today and enjoy. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for taking the time yourself. Each other just because they're gay. They-
but metal. Or is it death, death to, to all, all but, but metal? metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the end of that video. And that, that song right there featuring Corey Taylor on co-lead vocals, a guy we just saw perform with Slipknot, not Slipknot, Slipknot <laughs> down at the PNC Aquanet. Art Center. Yeah. Can we talk about what butt metal would be if it were really a thing? Who would be in the genre of butt metal? <laughs> <laughs> would know. it be like the new, like I don't, I don't how know. we categorize like certain hair metal bands that I don't like? Could they be right. butt metal? Can I put uh, them in the butt metal category? I don't know. Because uh, there are some that I don't like. Yeah. I won't speak about them but right right yeah i, I don't know i don't know uh that, that's i know a, hair metal isn't the appropriate term either right well i don't like it it's become very universal though. yeah but great job with the interview emily and we've had requests people saying why isn't emily on an episode so here you are you're I on like an episode that. yeah i love that feedback yeah, yeah, man yeah. because i've never been a part of the team well i mean i guess i've been a part of the team for a while you've always been well, a part of the hello, team what are you talking I've about i've always been there i was there since the original guns and roses stakeout and 2005 but Correct. I mean I've always been there and 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 Mark would always say do an interview do an interview and I was like no it's not my thing but then you finally there was one day the first interview I think I did was Jeff Tate right and it was because you he could only do a daytime interview and you had to work that day that's true yeah and it's the only that day was the famous saxophone <laughs> no. uh, haunted <laughs> saxophone interview we're not going to go into the explanation of that but but I was just like I felt like I was like a trapped I was trapped and you were just like, you have to, we're not going to get Jeff Tate. And I'm like, we got to get Jeff Tate. And so I was like forced to do it. And then the fans have been really kind to me, even though I am not an encyclopedia like you are, I can actually, yeah, but you hold your own, you know, your stuff. I know myself for sure. Yeah. And on that note, let's get into a very short interview I conducted with JF. He works at the company Eventco and they are the masterminds and the, and the great company that, Put on Heavy Montreal, one of our favorite music festivals, and we're always up there in Montreal for Heavy Montreal. And uh, yeah, let's talk to JF and get the behind-the-scenes scoop on Eventco and Heavy Montreal. Um, and this is a very short interview, and it's a producer and a promoter. I know some you guys like zone out when we do when we do interviews with non-rock stars, but this is like literally three minutes long. So give it a chance. Here we go, JF from Eventco. Hey, it's Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and we are here at Heavy Montreal, sitting down with one of the brains and uh, creative producers behind the festival, JF. JF, how are you, man? I'm extremely good. It's sweaty and hot. It's beautiful in Montreal right now. We are waiting for Anthrax to come into the uh, the press area to receive an award. It looks like they're they're coming in right now, so we're going to jump over to that in a minute. But let's talk about you. What what is your official title with the festival? Uh, I'm a talent buyer for uh, at Ivanko, which is the Montreal-based uh, company that books Heavy Montreal and a thousand or show a thousand shows a year in the city. A thousand shows—that's incredible. And the lineup of Heavy Montreal is something I thoroughly enjoy. There's it's, there's a lot of diversity in it. I get the old school bands like Quiet Riot. I get the, the stoner rock bands that I love, like. Fu Manchu, and then you get the the big marquee bill bands too. Like you know, I've seen who Metallica, Slayer. We saw Ghost last night. Um, how do you go about selecting the bands? I think that Montreal has such a, a long history of uh, love for metal that's been going on probably since Voivod started. It was it 30 years ago or so. So. There's different generations of metal fans in the cities. Some of them have been listening to thrash for the last 
30 years. Some of them immigrated to Montreal coming in from Europe to listen to power metal. And then there's a new generation of kids that grew up looking at their idols, despised icon and cataclysm. So we try to have a nice little mismatch of all kinds of metal, all kinds of fast and loud music. And un unlike, uh, unlike uh, other festivals, we love the idea of trying to get everything uh, metal. And it's been working very well in Montreal for the last 10 years at Heavy Montreal. Absolutely. And of course, you were kind enough to uh, let us have some catering the, the earlier today for lunch. The, the catering at the, at the festival is world famous. I interview bands and they always bring up how great the catering is. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how you treat the artists from catering to just giving them literally rock star treatment? Absolutely. I think at the end of the day, we've always treated our festival as a boutique festival. We've never considered ourselves competing with, you know, Vakin or, or Lollapalooza or whatever. We're trying to do something special for our city, and, and we find that the best way to attract uh, the best bands is to treat them nicely and obviously I don't know about you but if you want to treat me nicely food is always the way to do it you know so it's important for us to have the best food and, and try to have the best catering possible absolutely and I just want to thank you on behalf of uh, Talking Metal that you are treat us the media we're not even a band we're just losers who do a, a website and a podcast and you treat us like gold when we come here every every year and we really appreciate it and it is our favorite North American festival uh, so thank you for always treating Talking Metal with uh, such respect and kindness. I think that we're all losers listening to metal music and I want to have a good time and you know it's important to treat people the way you want to be treated right so we're trying to have a good time we're trying to be nice to people and people are nice back at us people have been supporting our festival for the last 10 years and it's all about the love it's all about the positive mental attitude and we love it here and we're glad that you guys are supporting us as well we always will and we will see you next year thanks for a great festival this year thank you so much
Ghost, a band that we saw up at Heavy Montreal this past year. And big thanks to JF for getting us up there, flying us up to to Montreal and giving Man. us the the royal treatment I literally at place. Heavy Montreal. I love that so much festival. fun. On the island known as or named Parc Jean Drapeau. Oh my god. Je joue au volleyball. Je joue au volleyball. Um your son wants to say something. I'm want- Harrison and I'm turning eleven and I'm awesome and uh, and I hope you guys subscribe to his YouTube channel and buy a talking metal sweatshirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, Talking Metal Sweatshirts discounted to $50, so if you want one of those, let me know. They're very comfortable and and uh, of very high quality. Uh, Ghost, a couple new tunes out this week. We just heard Rats. Uh, I, I like the new Ghost tunes. Emily and I were talking about those. Uh, and let's talk about my friend, Sean Baker, and his great Sean Baker Orchestra. This is Coming Up Roses by the Sean Baker Orchestra.
by the Sean Baker Orchestra, a guy who's been a part of the Talking Metal family for a long time and it's let us use his music for free on our TV show. And man, he's a shredder. Uh, one of the greatest shredders you've never heard of. That's how I refer to Sean Baker. So good. Such a talent. And uh, yeah, I mean, and he's like, he's kind of on the fringe. You know, he's toured with Bruce Bouillet from Racer X and, and, you know, done some really cool stuff and put out a lot of great music. Uh, so Emily, I did some detective work. Uh, actually, Joey Haney was the first guy who asked me about this. Now, we um, reported, uh, thanks to Steve Stevens' interview that we did with him, that he is writing with Ozzy Osbourne, and there's been three songs written. Now, on the recent episode of Ozzy Speaks on Sirius XM, Ozzy mentioned he's doing some additional writing with... And this is what Ozzy said, was some guy named Andrew. Andrew. Some guy named Andrew. That's all he said. Uh, Joey Haney on Facebook said, I wonder if it's Andrew Watt. And I kind of brushed it off. I said, well, I'm sure there's a million songwriters named Andrew. Andrew Watt is a producer. He's done some hard rock stuff. He put out a great uh, EP called uh, Ghost in My Head uh, a few years back. and But mostly... I mean, he's a rock guitar player, but mostly he's known for working with Justin Bieber, uh, Post Malone, Rita Ora, Lana, even played on the new one well, track on the Lana about, Del Rey. Let's talk about the connection here. Yeah, so Post the new Malone, song, Ozzy. Take What You Want, is coincidentally co-written by, well, there's like, you know, these rap songs, they have like five co-writers the on them. The Post Malone song with yeah, Ozzy on yeah, it? Yeah, it's called Take What You Want. I did a YouTube video about it. Uh, is written, co-written by yes. Andrew Watt. There you go. Ozzy Osbourne, Post Malone, Tra- uh, Scott Travis, and like other people. Yeah. You know how these hip-hop songs are. So, uh, Post Malone, and, and who, who, who do you know works. who Post Malone's guitar player is? No. Andrew Watt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't so know that's that. his touring guitar player. There you go. That's and, your and he also plays on on the new Lana Del Rey song, which I think is the worst song on the new Lana Del Rey record, uh, which is uh, the Sublime cover. But anyways, so anyways, I think that it's highly likely that the 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 Andrew, like I I put it at ninety five percent, the Andrew Ozzy Osbourne mentions that he's doing some additional songwriting with. Uh, is Andrew Watt yeah. because again, some guy named Andrew and and apparently, um, it, it sounded like Post Malone gave an interview and he was like, yeah, Ozzy was at Andrew's studio, yeah, and I got on the Skype or the Face <laughs> FaceTime and I watched him record yeah. the song "Take What You Want." So uh, it was interesting. So I, I'm I'm you know if, if Ozzy's already at this guy's studio and sure. Ozzy said in an interview that he's writing with some guy yeah. named Andrew. That, that's a, I, I assume it's that's Andrew. A done deal. Yeah, yeah. That's a now, done deal. The thing is in it's funny because in Ozzy Speaks, the guy Billy Morris Morris Morrison, Morrison says to Ozzy, he's like, Oh, so so how how are the tunes or something? And he's like, Oh, I, I don't know. They might not be good or they might be great. I I don't know. <laughs> he like he gives a total disclaimer like it, it was kind of weird. And then he comes back to it again, and he's like, I don't even know if they're any good. Andrew like, he Watt kind of, is a great songwriter, though. But, and he's got a good ear. Do you remember I'm the last time sure we... I'm not sure he's Aussie material. Like, I, well, I, Steve yeah. Stevens, I yeah. think, is, 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 is really, could be a really good match for Ozzy. Uh, I, uh, you know, really, Zach Wild, yeah. So, well, I mean, no, when you listen why, to Steve Stevens... Why Steven, is Steve Stevens better he, than Andrew Watt, Because he's a metal guitar player. Okay. 
I mean, and, and Andrew Watt might be a metal guitar he's player. He's more blues-based. Yeah, I mean, he's got kind of that metal sound, but he's not doing taps and, yeah. and you know, stuff. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. It could be a good magic. It's like Ozzy says. And Ozzy, again, doesn't give it a... a, a glowing review on he says he says something like well it may not be very good or it could be great what do i know okay you know, so like, quiz quiz when is the last time that you and i saw andrew watt in person together uh in albany with chevy metal <laughs> side stage yeah is side that what, stage. You, what are you what were you thinking uh, i was thinking albany but i was thinking he was side stage for sebastian box um, yeah, he was hanging set. out side stage, but we saw them play too. I didn't see Chevy Metal. Taylor Hawkins. I didn't see Chevy Metal. Yeah, well, Chevy Metal was playing. Was. Yeah, I know they play, but I didn't see that. Yeah, set. we but we I, saw like two songs of theirs. I thought, but I didn't. You may yeah. have. We were probably split yeah. off doing interviews, but yeah. I was doing Avatar at that time. Right, could be. But could um, be. we we definitely saw him side stage for Sebastian Bach. Yeah, he was he was on the side of the stage with Taylor Hawkins watching Sebastian Bach and yeah. Sebastian Bach seemed like he was more concerned with the fact that Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters and <laughs> and maybe Andrew Watt, maybe he was just concerned with Taylor, I don't yeah. know, but he, because no offense to Andrew Watt, but he's yeah. not like a mainstream rock star like Taylor is. Yeah. But he seemed really uh, cons- like he was almost focusing more on Taylor Hawkins and possibly Andrew Watt on the side stage than he was the actual audience. The actual audience, <laughs> yeah. I know. But can I tell you a side story? This is yeah. obnoxious. But Sebastian Bach. So remember how we were poolside with my sister, um, talking with her about she was planning a birthday party for right. Her oh yeah, yeah, right. This is a friend of mine, and we used to fight over Sebastian Bach, who was going to marry Sebastian Bach, and it was going to be Leslie or me who's going to marry Sebastian Bach when we were fifteen years old. Right. And so for her, is it her fiftieth? No, 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 not fiftieth. It's got to be like her well, her birthday. So her forty fifth, maybe. They drove her to Ohio, my sister and her friends drove their best friend to Ohio to a Sebastian Bach show. And right. they got they got him on the tour bus and they got pictures with Sebastian. Right. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so I gotta show these to you. I didn't even tell you this. Yeah, no, this but is But my first sister my awesome. sister and I were plotting this like poolside over the summer. Like, what are we gonna do for Leslie's birthday? So I'll show you the pictures of of Baz. He's oh he's such a good dude, man. He he really is. And I don't care what people say politically. He's been speaking up quite a bit and I give him props. Right. There you go. And let's listen to some, this is kind of poppy for talking metal, but, but somebody just said that, you know, they love that the show is so diverse and features all forms of heavy rock. And I appreciate that. Whoever said that on social media, uh, this is ghost in my head by Andrew Watt. She don't want me And if 
All right, Ghost in My Head by Andrew Watt, who is now writing with Ozzy Osbourne, one of at least a, a few writers at this point that we know of that Ozzy is working on new music with. I don't understand why this isn't a bigger news story, but Ozzy Osbourne is working on new music. We know that for sure at this point, absolutely for sure. And it's my guess that he's not just doing it for fun. I mean, I think if he's doing new music, it's it's there is an you know an end goal of yeah, there'll probably be a, a record at some point. So, and I, I hope so. I hope so. I want that organic record. I want Ozzy getting in a room with some guys with Zach and some people jamming. Not just you know going and sitting in somebody's in front of somebody's Pro Tools. That's but that's just me, uh, and who knows if that would happen. I, I think. Do you uh, think he he wants that, or do you think he's tired? Do you think Ozzy really I, I wants to I don't know. I think that the point? Thirteen was an interesting album, and that was a hard album for him. You know, there's been some people that have said, "Well, Black Rain," and and you know some of the more recent stuff was. You know, Ozzy would kind of just show up at the studio and do his thing and leave, and wasn't quite quite as engaged as he was maybe way back in the day. I don't know if that's true. We no one knows if that's true. I mean, from in talking to Adam Wakeman, who has worked on the recent Ozzy records, uh, Scream and and Black Rain, it did sound like like he was pretty engaged. But uh, you know, again, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I, I I think. He was engaged in 13, and I think Rick Rubin, who, you know, I don't know if Ozzy really had a great experience working with Rick Rubin. You could argue that either way from what we've what we've read in interviews, but I think Rick, Rick Rubin's Ru- I think too Rick, much of a hippie. I think Rick worked him hard. I, I do think that. I, I think he worked him hard, but I think he's also a hippie, and Ozzy's just kind of like, I don't eh, think just he's what, a hippie, is what it is. really. Well, well a with the whole, from, like, a, from a musical perspective. Well, yeah, he's got he's that like, whole like, zen let's break thing going it down. on. Yeah. yeah, he is. Ozzy, I don't think that's Ozzy's deal. No, I, I, I love know. Rick Rubin, too, by the way. I love them both. I just don't see them vibing in particular. Right. Can you hear our kids screaming yeah, in the so background? Annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> no, it's not. It's yeah. life. Yeah, it's life. Yeah. All right. So on that note, we are going to end it. And wow, I went through all my songs. I like to end with a song. And by the way, please support us on Patreon, guys. We want your support on Patreon. Thanks to all you great folks who join us there. And uh, any any songs we can hit? I, I mean, I have one I was thinking of playing. Emily, do you have any off the top of your head? And Emily hates it when I put her on the sp- on the spot. Excuse well, me, that was a beer burp. Uh, um, so, um, uh, Dirty Honey. Okay, sure. Dirty sure. Honey. You know why I'm celebrating Dirty Honey today is because I, of course, saw them at Heavy Montreal, fell in love with them, got to interview them, and... Now they're opening for uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, which Two is great. dates in Vegas. And, and That's let's, huge let's for them. Let's give a big shout out to the Talking Metal YouTube page, youtube.com slash Talking Metal, where Emily does a video interview with the guys from Dirty Honey. And it, it makes me sad that it has like 120 views. Yeah. And I get in the minivan and do a mark in the minivan and it gets 5,000 views. I, I it, <laughs> it, it blows. I mean, you know I'm what? flattered. I'm flattered that people like this. Because I get in the minivan and I'm like uninhibited is that the word like yeah. I, I i feel like i can i act yeah. like like i would never act at a party like i i True. put on voices and i do stupid stuff and i act like an idiot yeah. yet i'm doing it in front of thousands of people but yet if i was at a party 
or even sitting here in the kitchen. Like, I, I just feel like I'm not going to like act like an idiot, you know? Yeah, like, you yeah. are. I've seen you yeah. make scrambled eggs well, in the morning. Yeah. You act like an idiot. Well, thank you. I'm but um, <laughs> in front of you, it's a different story. But it's just like, yeah, it makes me sad that, that the interviews that go up on the YouTube page, people don't seem to care about. And at the same time, it makes me happy that you guys are enjoying the, the minivan stuff so much. So I, I put one up Who yesterday knows how that, that works, all these yeah. algorithms and stuff, whatever, yeah. but I'm either. just glad to see dirty honey getting some support. And it's obviously from yeah, go slash watch the video because, yeah. because yeah. Oh, they opened yeah. a number of dates for slash. So he yeah, obviously doing liked them enough. So that that's he's, great. He's bringing them out with GNR. So that's cool. All right. So here's a little dirty honey here on talking metal. Check out Emily's interview with these guys on YouTube.com slash Talking Metal. You'll probably have to scroll down a little in the video section because we posted it a month or two ago. But there you go. And we'll talk to you next time. Join me on Patreon. Get that free. It's not free. Get the pay podcast, the Mark Striegel podcast, for as little as $2 a month on Patreon. You get it every Friday. It's a whole bonus episode. More of this nonsense for you people who want it for as little as $2 a month. Dirty Honey here on Talking Metal. You tell me that you need me in the dead of the night. The dead-